What's up, y'all? Hey, y'all. Okay. I mean, that just never gets old. Wow. It's like two years later now. How you know that's still from two years fire. ago. It's still so good. I find a new dance move every uh, time I hear that well, song. Yeah, because, you know, the kids keep giving us more things to do. The teeny bopper TikTokers. TikTokers. And so now we've got new dances. But what's up, y'all? Uh, it's your girls, Dorian and Morgan, here with a brand new season of your favorite podcast, mm-hmm. The Rooted Live. You oh, remember wow. that? <laughs> we said we would never do that again. I can't believe you did that. Oh, my God, y'all. When we first started The Rooted Live, at the end of every episode, if you were real one, then you know yeah at the end of every episode we would time us saying the rooted life together and then we would mess up the root okay now we gotta do it the rooted no is the pitch high the rooted life okay so anyway triggered um welcome y'all to the rooted life it's been over a year since we released a new season yeah over a year because we're kind of like late a little bit like we usually do this top of july Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. july which also means we missed our three-year anniversary uh we've been doing this for three years now which is pretty cool um in case y'all happen to forget what goes on around here we're all about flourishing in faith and relationships in that order period Mm -hmm. Uh, we love jesus and we love strong and healthy relationships and just so you know the podcast isn't the only thing we've got going we have a pretty dope ig page where Mm -hmm. we post really hilarious content very funny and and other people say it too it's not just us it's thousands of people say it (laughs) yes thousands of people (laughs) have all said our content is funny particularly if you go look at the usher one to watch this just go see what we had to say yeah, about yeah, it yeah. it's pretty funny um y'all can follow us at rooted life podcast by the way uh we also have two devos on mm-hmm. the version bible app if you're trying to go deeper in your faith during your quiet time we've spoken at conferences hosted events taught bible studies basically doing any and everything, everything to help people deepen their faith and win at relationships mm-hmm. so that's us in a nutshell mo what do you want to tell the people about us let's see let's see it's funny because people often ask us like are y'all like how long have y'all been friends and i'm like every time i feel like i answered i'm like it feels like we grow exponentially yes i'm like on paper 13 years in our hearts 20 years oh my god isn't that beautiful 13 years yeah that's That's kind of crazy uh we're both from atlanta Uh, what's up yeah yeah Uh, what's up Truly, but we currently live in DC. We're foodies. We work out a lot. We love traveling, <laughs> cutting up with our friends, spending too much money, being outside too much. The usual. That's pretty much us, yeah, I think. That's us. <laughs> that is us. And I would just add one thing. Okay, what's that? Uh, we're also out here thriving in our 30s, honey. honey. Max and relaxing, living our best lives, truly. Mm-hmm. We really are. And I feel like now that we're in our 30s, we're just now getting the hang of adulting, Period. working, relationships, being healthy, all of that good stuff. Yeah, it's like a different level of a glow up. Mm-hmm. It's like everything we learned and experienced as it relates to our 20s is now just like booming mm-hmm. in our 30s it's mm-hmm. all starting to like make sense yes. and i think we're loving it so much that how about we just dedicate this whole season to our little journey mm-hmm. the lead up the lies the truth and what do we expect what you think about that yes yes and yes <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what else to say i love it because we can talk about the highs the lows like the laughs the losses all that good stuff 
Yeah, I feel like this is going to be my favorite season. I know I always say that. You do, But (laughs) it's the truth because we continue to get better. So the seasons get better. Oh, I mean, isn't that my truth? Good perspective. Okay, okay. But before we get into that, you already know what it's time for. Uh, Let's get into these grows and glows. And if you're new here, that's basically us reflecting on what we need to work on and what we want to celebrate. Let's jump into it with you, Mo. Okay, let's see. Uh, Let me start off with the lows so I can end on the highs, you know? Okay, so the grow is that I need to find a more regular rhythm of rest Mm. restorative rest as my mom calls it I got burnt out this last season because I realized that in the last maybe six months I didn't take off a day of work for me I took off work for birthdays and Mm -hmm. bachelorettes and weddings but I didn't take off a day for me Mm. so I'm like oh I need to plan out my rest so before I go into this next season I'm already planning off when I'm going to take off of work planning between holidays and just try I do have a weekly sabbath but I just need to like do more because mm-hmm. ministry will drain you and having one day a week yes. is hard. And I realized too, what makes my week hard is that I don't have a day between, I go from Sunday into Monday. I go from my hardest day of the week right back into work. I don't really mm. get a chance to rest after my longest day of the week. And yeah. so I'm like, okay, one day a week is not enough. I need to have more restorative rest. So love it. that's my grow. My glow is that I feel like I have a lot of clarity about my next season. And there's a story I didn't even get to tell you okay. that happened. So we have a thing called Day with the Lord where our staff gets to just spend a day with the Lord. And we went to the National Cathedral, which mm-hmm. I've never been to. It's so beautiful. Over there by like uh, Basilica and all that? Mm-mm. It's like, like the Rhode Woodley Island Park, area? Tinley Town. Oh, it was all yes, way. Yes, it yes. Is, okay. I've seen it from afar, Northwest. but I've never seen it up close. Mm-hmm. It is a phenomenal building. So oh, we wow. kind of took a little tour or whatever. And we were all just kind of spread out. And so I just was kind of journaling. And one of the chapels just like writing like, God, you're a really good father. Like, thank you for the way that you shepherded my heart this last season. Like the way that you've been gentle. Just all, this good shepherd, which is on my heart. So I was writing it. And then I realized that I had lost my sunglasses, which is pretty on brand for mm-hmm. me. And that's because uh, Raina, who I work with, we had sat in a gazebo. And I was like, man, I think I might have left my glasses there. So I went and found Raina. I'm like, hey, girl, can I leave myself with you? I just lost my sunglasses, which was weird because I was really like flowing. Like, all right. Like I was tearing up like, God, you're so faithful. Then mm. I was like, where are my sunglasses at? <laughs> and I was like, that was weird. Okay. Uh-huh. I was like, I got to go find them. I'm, about to, I'm not about to wait. I give rain on my stuff and I just start like retracing my steps. And I'm trying to get out of this huge, the cathedral is huge. There's like multiple chapels, multiple floors. I'm not good with directions. So I'm like trying to find my way. And then I see it an exit. And I was like, well, I'll go out that way. And then as I'm walking, I see this very small chapel, like the size of a small bedroom. And most of the chapels are ginormous. And I was like, that's weird. And I go into this very small chapel and I look straight forward and there's Jesus holding a little lamb, like a shepherd. Aww. And I just sat on a pew and I just started sobbing. <laughs> I was like, see, this is what I mean about you being a good shepherd. This is what I'm talking about right here. Aww. And what was really sweet about it is that the way Jesus was looking at that lamb was like with so much kindness. Like yeah. he wasn't mad that the lamb was helpless and couldn't get his life together. He was just like, it was just so much love in his eyes. Like, I got you. Mm. And what was cool too is kind of the way that the statue had probably aged. His hands were kind of dark and dirty mm. and the lamb's face was dirty. And he was like, it's okay. Like, I'll take on that mess mm. for you because I love you. So I'm just like sobbing. This guy walks up behind me. He's like, there's a lady crying in there. Let's walk out to the person he was with because I just couldn't <laughs> stop crying. And then I walk out and it says, Chapel of the Good Shepherd. Ah. Uh. I said, God, that's so sweet. I'm crying. I was like, but let me still find my sunglasses because it's not going to be a good story if I don't have my glasses. So then I'm wandering. I got to go outside. It's like 98 degrees. I'm wandering. I'm like, God, please let my sunglasses be here. This would be great, but also like a really great story about so many other things. So I get to the gazebo. My sunglasses are sitting right there. Uh. I'm like, thank you, God. And God, what I feel like God was showing me was that this, and this is kind of my my glow was that this last season kind of felt like I was walking in circles. And I'm like, God, I feel like we're not mm. making any progress. We're just walking around the same thing over and over and over. Like, are we moving forward? And I felt very alone in this last season, feeling like I'm just 
Mm-hmm. Just I just felt like I wasn't making progress. And I feel like God was like, see, I had you circling back to things, but I was there the whole time. Mm. And what felt like meandering and wandering, I was ordering all of your steps. So you thought that you were returning to old things, but I was just preparing you for something new. Mm. So going back to the sunglasses, him being like, yeah, I was going to take you back, but I was with you and there was a plan for mm-hmm. you. And so we got it and let's go. And I was yeah. like, I said in the gazebo and cried again. Oh my God. Because I'm like, he didn't have to just, he didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. All those little steps to show me that that wandering and what felt like, returning as a punishment was returning for my healing and mm. so it was cool to get the sunglasses cry in the gazebo and then go about my day mm. isn't that mm. so beautiful mm. that is a beautiful story he took me back to, and it was crazy because Raina was with me the first time but then when I went back I was alone he was mm-hmm. like see you thought Again. you were alone but I yeah. was with you you yeah. had to return by yourself because there were things yeah, that you yeah. and I had to do together mm-hmm. that no one else could do with yep. you yep yep girl that's that's the episode I think <laughs> isn't maybe that we crazy go ahead and wrap it up right there isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. That is my I love those moments. My glow because I'm like that was so needed and so unnecessarily kind. Yeah, I think yeah. what I love about you sharing that is that it just reminds me how specific God is. Yeah, how He is like specific and how He reaches us, mm-hmm. how He makes sure that we see Him. Like, mm-hmm. and that makes Him so much grander and yep. bigger than we could ever even really internalize because yep. it's like what He just did for you. He will do for anybody Mm -hmm. listening. Like he will do it for anyone. He will. Just to ensure that like, I want to make sure that you see me. And because I designed you, I know what's going to stir your Mm -hmm. heart and move you. I know exactly what you need. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to ensure that you get what you need to be the best version that you can And then I will use your mistakes for your good. Because why did I leave? I mean, me leaving my sunglasses is not off brand for me. But the fact that he knew I was going to leave it, let me leave it, Mm -hmm. then led me the direction I need to go to find the good ship, like to find the the good shepherd chapel yep. and then to wander back and us walking through this beautiful garden him just just showing me things i'm yeah. just like and to protect what you thought you lost oh that's a word mm. oh that's a word mm, dorian mm, is mm. what you thought you come lost because you messed up waiting right there come on ah he's so good it was Ooh, a testimony wow. that is my glow that's excellent i that, so kind that's just uh, that's so beautiful. kind oh Ooh, wow. i'm done talking for about I mean, an hour that's great I don't know what else to say, honestly. I guess I'm sharing these little measly grows and glows on my side. Um, okay, no. So my grow, similar ahead. to the thing around rest, what I thought was really cool. I went to Aruba with my mm-hmm. family, as you know. And what I realized is that for me, you know, you mentioned like I've taken off for birthdays and this like most of this to be my stuff because I'm like, hey, girl, come with me. But what I realized is that those are not intentional periods of rest. They're mm. still adventure. And mm-hmm. it's, it's breaking away from the day to day of work. But right. it is not a space of me resisting movement. Mm. And so I was like, OK, I have not approach rest from a space of resistance of being Mm. like I'm gonna actually press pause Mm -hmm. on everything and just be still yeah and this was the first vacation I can't remember a vacation that I took to go somewhere to sit Mm. I can't like who does that you don't really ever do that so Mm. I was like dang this was beautiful and I like sat for a few days literally like six seven hours that entire day I was just Uh, would be laying down reading or listening to music or just talking and laughing with my family Mm. and what I realized about true rest is that it gives you space to dream that's it like my mind is so bogged down with everything that I need to do and all that's expected of me and all of the expectations that I place on myself or Mm -hmm. placed on me by others that I don't get the free room to even think about like what do I want the next season Mm -hmm. of my life to look like how have I grown from the past and so what I loved about that, I was like, okay, I need more of this mm-hmm. because 
I got so much clarity on that trip about mm-hmm. like, you okay, so much clarity. okay, cool. I want to move in this way. And like, this yep. is what I want work to look like. This is what I want life to look like. This is what I yep. want faith and relationships to look like. And I'm like, dang, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to draw out this like beautiful thing to hope for mm-hmm. had I not taken the time to truly rest. So yep. I need more of that in my life. And I feel like my glow is just really like navigating difficult conversations. Mm. I think like, that has been a growth area for me a long time. Mm. And to actually like see the fruit of taking the time mm. to be self-aware and to recognize when I'm wrong and to apologize quickly when I know that I've done something that's like, you know, out of my character, like mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. all of those little moments. I think it has been really refreshing to just mm-hmm. see like, OK, as I'm navigating things with friends, just all kinds of crazy things like being busy in different ways, not spending as much time together, even with like us. It's mm-hmm. like, OK, life is different now and Mm -hmm. so it requires a different approach and so I just am really proud of like the growth that I have seen in that way of being like okay like it's different but it doesn't have to be bad like Mm -hmm. maybe we just need to have some different conversations right yeah okay growth we out here growing and glowing that's beautiful love it well like they'll say y'all this season is going to be all about the truth about your 30s which is super fitting because our last episode was really about our birthdays and like um, just all the things that we learned. I just think having a season about your 30s is so important because there's so many misconceptions mm. about being in your 30s, particularly our age, like being a black woman in your 30s unmarried. There's just so many oh, negative stereotypes and yes. just so many things in media and culture. They'll really have you out here thinking your life is supposed to look a certain way by 30 and then have you upset mm-hmm. because it doesn't look the way they told you it's supposed to look. Yep. Um, so I'm just excited that we get to share our experiences and what we've learned um, being, you know, being in our 30s. And I just also really hope that this season helps people prepare who mm. are not yet in their 30s and also makes people excited if they've been in their 30s for a while and they're in another in their 40s or 50. I just pray that it really like motivates people and gets them excited for what God has next. Yeah, yeah that's good. What about you? I think I'm just excited about helping people feel liberated about Mm. like whatever pressures that you think you need to have on yourself or that you think the world is putting on you, like just to free people up from that and Mm -hmm. be like, it could actually look however Mm -hmm. you want it to look. And also if you're walking with the Lord, just like trust him, Mm -hmm. he's going to lead you exactly where you need to go to have the most fruitful and fulfilling life. And so um, I'm just excited about, you know, shedding some of that maybe like anxiety that people may feel Mm. about the season that's coming. And I think too, what's cool is like, if you're in your twenties, if you're in your forties, like wherever you are, the season is not just about the thirties. I think Mm -mm. the heart of it is like the wisdom and peace that you can find Mm -hmm. as you enter into any new season or space in Mm -hmm. your life. So I'm excited about that. Can I add something too? Somebody posted something on Instagram about it. I don't even know what it was a couple months ago. And it was like uh, one of those carousel posts about all the people who popped off after 30. Oh. People who like popped up in their 30s and 40s. I'm like, oh, it's never too late to pop off. And there were so many people who became successful in their 30s and 40s. Like my best years weren't my 20s. Like my best years are ahead of me. And so I just think that's such a word for us. It's like, it's never too late to pop off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just not. It really isn't. I think too, like the pop off looks different because I really think that you can pop off one way in your 20s Mm -hmm. and then you can pop off a different way in your 30s and Mm -hmm. a different way in your 40s. It doesn't have to just be this one dimensional pop off Mm -hmm. or one time only like Mm -hmm. you it could be different things in different seasons and different decades so just give yourself more credit like you got more in you you that's a good word (laughs) okay so you talked about uh, media and culture and how that can influence our beliefs about getting older so how did you feel going into your 30s like what were some of the thoughts feelings that you had in that time girl if you know me I had all the feelings (laughs) as always (laughs) all the feels all the time I felt scared 
just of mm. the unknown, uh, knowing that my 20s were probably one of the hardest decades of my life. I'm like, oh, God, please say that we're not about to go through another. I can't do the 20s again, baby. Okay. Please, please. And then I felt disappointed. I felt eventually I got to the place of excitement. But I think I was also scared because I had made so many mistakes in my 20s. And I'm like, God, I just don't think that I can afford to make those same kind of mistakes mm. again. Like, I just... I can't, I can't do all of that over again. And yeah. I just felt a little bit ill-prepared. I'm like, did I get everything I was supposed to get in my 20s? Like, am I ready to, mm -hmm. to get into a new decade? And just felt like it was such a, a, a big and new season. I just almost kind of felt like I didn't know if I was ready. And then I felt kind of disappointed because I just kind of wanted, I think that when I thought about my life, I always saw myself as like, not necessarily an entrepreneur, but like somebody leading something. And mm. I felt professionally although I didn't know what kind of role I was going to have I always thought that like by this time I would be beyond entry level so mm -hmm. to to basically enter entry an entry level job close to when I turned 30 was like why am I still back at like mm -hmm. a job I could get out of college mm -hmm. <laughs> when I have mm -hmm. several degrees in 10 years of experience yeah so I was like man god I didn't really want to go into my 30s still in an entry level position so I kind of felt disappointed about that and then even romantically just thought I would have more to show for 10 years <laughs> of mm -hmm. wanting to be married and have kids so took a lot of time processing that with my therapist and my mentor and my friends and just started to reframe of like there's nothing to be scared about because I learned a lot in my 20s and I'm going to apply that. And mm -hmm. um, OK, maybe I'm not where I want to be professionally, but I'm closer to where I want to be. Mm -hmm. And I'm still doing work that like matters and feels meaningful for me. So eventually I just started to reframe it like I'm going to get excited because I know God has good plans for me. And if I popped off, if I did all that crazy stuff in my 20s and <laughs> learn from it, come on, 30s got to be lit, period. Got to be easy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, I mean, all those all those emotions make a lot of sense to me because um, there's a lot of different feels to have, especially mm -hmm. as you're, when you reflect on a whole decade, Yeah, there's so much in there. Like, of course, there's going to be this swing of like highs and lows, mm -hmm. you know? And so like when I was thinking about it for me, it's so funny because though I am a natural born planner mm -hmm. as it relates to experiences, events. I'm not when it relates to like my life map. And mm. I was reflecting too on just like all the different jobs that I had in my twenties and mm. like all the different places that I live. It's cause I ain't had no plan. Like <laughs> I'm just like taking things kind of as they come. So as I thought about the thirties coming into them, I was like, okay, it was a chance to kind of explore different experiences, but to be in a space where I actually had a guiding principle for my life mm -hmm. because I'm now walking with the Lord. It's like, okay, it's not going to be as random as I feel like the twenties were, even though like nothing's like truly random, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm not just going to jump and move on my own whim as much as I'll get to do it and know that I'm being led by the Lord. So I feel like what's interesting now is now that I'm in my thirties, I feel like because they feel similar to my 20s, I'm, now I feel antsy about like, okay, mm. I'm ready for something new now. Mm -hmm. And nothing new really has happened from 29 to 30. Mm -hmm. So now I'm in this like interesting transition period, just anticipating what's next. Mm, I love that. Love that. Well, I'm thinking for this season, we can structure it by discussing what we grieved, what we gained, and how we grew. Mm. And then I just love for us to maybe just break down how all three of those have been important for us as we transition from our 20s to our 30s. So you want to kick I us off? I like that. Okay. Well, okay. you know, I love alliteration, you first do. of all. So grieve, gang, grow. Mm, perfect. That's nice. But I also love that it gives us a chance to kind of hold the past, present, and future all at the same time. It's mm. like we grieve what is not so that we can gain what is as we mm. grow into our future selves. That's mm. nice. Love it. Wow. So, okay, first we're talking about what we grieved. Mm -hmm. And I think grief is really connected to growth because you kind of have to mourn what you lose in order to have capacity for something new. And Very so true. Um, I'm just kind of thinking about like, okay, 
this is weird, <laughs> but I'm going to say it because it's the truth. It's what I felt. But I grieved this like less mature version of myself. Mm. And I think really what I was grieving was like the comfort that comes with like the excuse of I don't know any better mm. or I haven't lived enough life or just kind of using a lack of knowledge or experience mm-hmm. as a crutch to live life however I want. Mm. And it's like something about stepping into this new decade has caused me to be like, OK, girl, you cannot be as wild as you were in your <laughs> 20s. And there are just some behaviors, experience things about the 20s that I don't want to show up in my 30s because Mm -hmm. I know better I'm more mature and I have grown and so although like when I think about them you can kind of like categorize them as these like fun wild experiences and there's something enticing and exciting Mm -hmm. about that if we're being honest but it's like now I know better and I want my the, my future to look better than yeah. my past. And so it feels weird to like share that, but it definitely is the truth. And I feel like now I want what's best for future dough. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to just kind of live life however I want to. So yeah, yeah I think I people agree. can relate to that for two reasons. One, ignorance really is bliss. <laughs> it and really it, is. And it's satisfying to self-indulge. Mm-hmm. Like it it's satisfying. To, it's like it's enjoyable to satisfy the flesh momentarily. Absolutely. But there's a lot of pleasure in it. But there's always a consequence. Always. That's the other piece that there's is hard to that delayed that. gratification. I feel like it's fun to in, like enjoy yourself in the moment and not yeah. think about the future version. It's a lot harder to hold yourself accountable. Sure is. Like apologize, take accountability. Like all that is way more personal work. Who wants to do that? No, it's a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's worth it in the long run. It but is. in the moment, you you don't see the benefit in mm-hmm. the moment. What you do see the benefit of is acting wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot of learning that takes place with that. Yeah. But that's what I've grieved coming into these 30s. Mm. I think for me, I kind of talked about it a little bit, but just grieving what I thought my life was supposed to have been mm. and what it actually is. And just even learning as as I prepare for new seasons that grieving makes makes room for myself. Like mm. it makes room for me, kind of what you're saying, to express myself with God and to others and myself. Like it creates room for me to 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 reflect on what God has done. Like creates room for healing and joy and wisdom. And mm. like even the clarity, like the resting in those seasons, I think it's really important. In between seasons, I'm learning is super important. But yeah. at first I don't think I really would grieve because I thought that grieving kind of made you weak. So I would kind of move on mm. too quickly. But I'm learning that, especially when you're about to go into a new season, like part of preparation is giving yourself space yeah. to reflect yeah. and space to grieve. Um, and it's healthy for you. Uh, yeah. So I think I took a lot of time before my 30th birthday to grieve. And for me, it kind of looked like I wrote down some different questions to ask myself and every morning for 30 days, I answered different questions and kind of process things. And like, I lost a lot of relationships in my, in my twenties, mm. a lot of just, I had done so much. But I'm like, man, there was a lot that I had to mm. let go of things and people that I really loved and cared for that just really weren't um, Dang, for yeah. my, for my best interests. And I probably wasn't for their best interests either, you mm. know? So I had to, I think the biggest thing is just grieving relationships that were lost. Um, that I really cared about friendships that I cared about. Mm. Um, and I, but I, I think at the end it, created space for me to be hopeful for what God had. I'm like, God, you never asked me to give up anything that you're not going to like give me more of later in a better form and a better way when I'm ready for it. So I'm excited for what God has, but the grieving took a long time and still kind of pops up in moments. I'm like, man, God, I thought this was good. Like grieving isn't a one-time thing. It's like Mm -mm. an ongoing part of being human. So it's like, it's okay to have to return to it. But at the end of it, I'm like, okay, God, we process that. Now, like, give me the courage to hope for what's next. That was Mm -hmm. like my biggest prayer. Give me the courage to hope and not just live in a place of grieving and feeling left out, but moving into a place of hopefulness as Mm. well. 
I like how you tied courage to hope. Like it is brave to hope. Yeah. <laughs> to believe for something beyond what you actually see mm-hmm. in the moment. That takes a lot of courage because really nothing does. around you is showing that there's Mm-mm. even anything to be hopeful Mm-mm. for. So yeah, that's really good. And I think it's like, the thing too is we end up being so bogged down and clogged up with this unresolved emotion mm-hmm. that if we don't take the time to grieve, yeah. when we get triggered later on, we implode. Like mm-hmm. literally you just blow up because you have not given yourself an outlet for that disappointment. So yeah. I'm proud of you for just giving yourself permission mm. to kind of move through all of those feelings leading up to your 30s and even in your 30s. Like mm-hmm. you said, it's a continuous process. So, yeah. um, okay. So now what we gain mm. as it relates to this season. So um, I think it's hard to quantify what you gain because mm-hmm. there's like, a lot of it, I think, at least for me, it felt internal and personal. But the, the word mm. that came to my mind was perspective. Mm. And I think I'm defining it as like this deeper understanding of what truth really is. Mm. Um, and the older I get, I'm realizing that like life is just so much more complex than anyone ever even took the time to like tell us. For real. Um, and probably more than anyone really even knows. <laughs> and I think more often than not, I'm seeing like how multiple things are true at once. And mm. so as I was like thinking about this, it's like, okay, you can love Jesus and also struggle with or be like living in sin. Mm-hmm. Like you can believe you're a perfect fit for something and then also wrestle with being inadequate. Mm-hmm. You can celebrate a friend and then also be jealous of them mm-hmm. at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. And so like gaining perspective of this both and I feel like has been really freeing for me. Mm. Um, it's helped me not label myself, which for me, when I label myself as a thing, I find myself spiraling into shame. And mm. then I don't really know how to get out of that. Yeah. Um, and so now kind of like not letting myself be so bogged down by a stamp of you're this or you're that mm. also gives me room to not do that to other people. Mm-hmm, so I feel mm-hmm. like I've grown or I guess I've gained this ability to be able to love other people um, better than I had before. So, yeah, mm, that's <laughs> good. I'm like, I don't even know what to say. because You covered so many good things. I think the biggest thing I gained hmm. I think it would be just a better understanding of myself. Mm. I understand myself way, way, way more. Mm. Like I just, I just can tell when I'm and like, there's times I think in my twenties where I didn't even, I wasn't even able to articulate my feelings to myself to mm-hmm. even say, you're upset right now. That hurts your feelings. Like yep. I didn't even have the emotional intelligence to admit to myself that something was upsetting me, let alone the relational um, mm-hmm. uh, ability to communicate to yeah. someone else. Like I just, there was just so much about myself. I didn't know. Uh, which is so crazy to me. I'm like, I've been with me all this time. How mm-hmm. are there still, God made us so complex that I've been with me. I should know everything about me, Mm-mm. but there's still so many things for me to learn. Yeah. And so I think the twenties was a lot about learning, um, processing a lot of healing. So I think, you know, what I gained is just a better uh, understanding of myself and how God has uh, specifically and thoughtfully wired me, which we'll kind of mm-hmm. get into in our next episode about, you know, our purpose and things like oh, that. Yes, yes. But um, just a better understanding about me. And mm-hmm. I, that took a lot. But I think for me, my brain kind of tilts towards negative sometimes. So it was really mm-hmm. important for me to move into a place of like, OK, God, these things didn't happen but you did so much in my heart, which is well worth the journey. Mm-hmm. And you could have given me all those things, but if I remained the same, I wouldn't have been able to steward it. And I would have been mad at you because I would have just, I would have lost the things that I wanted so much because I was ill-prepared and not mature enough. So I'm grateful that he did a work in my heart and allowed me to gain a better understanding of myself and just just better healing. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, And, and I think too, you know, I was, as I was like, thinking about this episode and you mm. then all these like tangible things started to come to my mind mm. as I thought about your season <laughs> just random stuff about like 
you even transitioning into the role of passion, like you getting Maya, mm-hmm. your apartment, like all these little random things. I'm like, and then there's still things to hold on to sprinkled in there. Mm-hmm. I guess it's Very like, true. there's this like internal work that takes place. And then God also does thing on the, things on the outside that remind you like, hey, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm working in both at the same time, which true. I think is cool. Okay, so lastly, um, one of our grounding questions is how would you say you grew? So we talked about what we grieved, what we gained, and now how would you say you grew? Oh, man, so many ways. (laughs) I mean, part of it is like I feel like I grew in my emotional and relational IQ and things like that. But I just think that I have actually grown in patience more than anything. I think that I've been in such a rush to get on to living my life. I never knew that I was already living it. And Mm. I just kind of always... They kind of make you think when you're growing up that your best is next. And we talk about this all the time. Like, okay, when when you get to high school, it's going to be the best. And when you go to your college and then you're just always thinking like, oh, I never get to my best. I'm always thinking it's mm. somewhere. So you, you end up, I think I've spent a lot of time rushing to get to the next season and not really having the patience to enjoy what it is right now, even if it's not exactly what I want. And I just feel like the 20s taught me to slow down mm. and be patient and not move so quickly and not need everything to be a rush, like really experiencing and enjoying the process of life. And mm-hmm. I think that that has developed patience because it's been a lot of like waiting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and something about that waiting, I think has cultivated more patience. And I think also cultivated more trust for me with God. I'm like, all right, God, like, you know, T- Pastor Darius always says his, his timing is his kindness. Yeah. And the more and more I'm like, man, the more you make me wait, <laughs> the hmm. more you develop and change my heart, the better I understand you and love you in the way, and the more that you develop the fruits of the spirit that you know I need and require of us. And so I think I just, I've gained patience in a way that baby, I wouldn't have been able to get it no other way. He knew I had to get it this way. So Mm. I would say I'm a much, I'm still impatient in a lot of ways, but Mm. I've really (laughs) grown in my patience in a lot of things, especially in my relationship with God. Mm. I love that. Um, I think the word for me, if I had to land on one, it's mm-hmm. going to be humility. Mm. Um, I think because I just centered so much of my life around me mm. in my 20s. Everything yeah. was about what I wanted, how I wanted to do it. Like, yeah. I just was I just was selfish. Like, I just wanted it to be my way and, like, thought that my way was the best way. Yeah. And I think that I learned that through my relationship with God. Like, mm. and having to submit to him, I think, has given me the practice so that I can submit to others. Right. And actually walk through life with other people and you know, hear their perspectives and even allow myself to be encouraged by them or influenced by people who wanted to pour into my life in a great way. And so I think just this idea of not centering so much around me so that I could actually love others better. Mm. I mean, like, I think I'm, I never even thought about honestly, like the concept of serving other people Mm. until the later part of my twenties, honestly, like coming to passion. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. I never really even considered this idea of like offering up myself as service to Mm -hmm. others you know and like loving people well or just being compassionate like giving a kind word so I think that is one thing that I have seen myself change like a lot and Mm. just like being sensitive to the needs of others I think I'm more empathetic I'm more kind I'm more loving toward other people Mm -hmm. Um, and I think a lot of that comes from just having done the inner work to receive it from God Mm -hmm. I don't know if I had I don't know if I was holding myself to a high standard because of my perfectionist tendencies, mm. but like I, I don't believe in the first part of my twenties that I was really receiving it from the Lord so that I mm. could extend it to others. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think that that is like one of my favorite ways that I can actually pinpoint like, okay, you're different there. Mm-hmm. And I think it just, because God wired me to be such a people person, mm-hmm. it actually helps me live out my purpose mm-hmm. so much better. It does. Like I have the capacity for people because I can actually like walk alongside them now. That's good, girl. That's good. Well, we've kind of shared our three grounding questions, you know, grieving, gaining, and growing. 
Um, but we love to just give y'all a little little sneak. What was it? Sneak preview? Sneak yeah, sneak peek. I'm like, what's the <laughs> little phrase? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> a they sneak feel like peek. you were trying to say snippet and sneak peek. Yeah, it was too many time. words I was trying to do. What's a little sneak? <laughs> what you called? <laughs> Oh my God. What she said about the new season. Uh, so this season, y'all, we're going to talk about everything about from careers, purpose, our bodies, internal, external changes, relationship statuses. We about to get into it for real, for real. Yeah, I think it's just going to be revealing. Because like as we were preparing even for this episode, I feel like we were like co-processing, mm-hmm. you know, which is yeah. kind of cool to like share your reflections with someone else and bounce them off and yeah. see where they are. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we just love self-reflection we anyway. Do. But we've got four areas this season that we're going to be talking about and how we can thrive in each of them. So mm-hmm. the areas are thriving in your calling and your care and your character and your community. Mm. And personally, I'm really excited to talk about character and what mm-hmm. it looks like to navigate spiritual, emotional and mental wellness as an mm. adult. I think it's a topic that we've glazed over, honestly, all of our lives. Like people are just now talking about emotional and mental mm-hmm. well-being. And so I think um, the older you get, you know, the more healthy that you want to be. And now yeah. the more that you realize it requires a lot of deep work to mm-hmm. be an actual healthy person. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What you excited about? Uh, I'm most excited about care. If anybody knows me, they know I am so big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm taking care of myself. Yes, ma'am. So I'm just excited um, for us to just share the different ways we've taken care of ourselves, the ways that we're learning to take care of our bodies and our skin and our emotional health. Kind of what you're saying, but more on like the, I guess, mm-hmm. self-care kind of trend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just have found so much contentment and joy in loving my body in my 30s. And I'm mm. just excited to share that journey with other people. That's dope. I love that. Um, you know, this is just going to be a good season. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be simple yet full. Mm-hmm. And my prayer is that honestly, as we talk about these topics that I don't think are often discussed in Christian spaces, mm-hmm. um, that people will just feel seen and heard and that y'all will know that whatever you're facing, you are definitely not alone. Yeah. And if you aren't in your thirties yet, then look, this don't put you on game. You welcome <laughs> <laughs> in advance. You welcome. But in the meantime, y'all go ahead and follow us on IG at rooted life podcast. And while y'all listen to this episode, do us a favor, share it with a friend, post it in your story. DM us, tag us. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and rate us five stars. Leave us a brief review letting us know what you love about the episode. Yes, we would love to hear from y'all. And this week we want to shout out Miss Lee underscore Sha, who shared that she found us through our Avoid the Traps Devo on the Bible app and how these episodes have just kind of helped her evaluate herself, extend grace Mm. in the areas that she's struggling. So that's beautiful. Glad we could encourage you. All right, y'all, we can't wait to see what God has in store for us this podcast season. But come on back next week for episode two, where we're going to talk about thriving in your calling. Till next time, stay rooted.